0: Some of these families, a year out from the flood, that was the first time that their homes had been addressed by an organization. Being able to eradicate mold in a home is a huge game changer. I always tell myself, vacations will always be there, the beach will always be there, but these families are waiting right now for for folks to come and that's what they need and that is a skill that I have and that is where I need to be.
1: Welcome to ChatGPC. With summer drawing to a close, these next two episodes will take a bit of a road trip. First comes Nicole Larson, GPC's own office manager. This summer, she had an adventure in Hazard, Kentucky, where she was working to restore and repair homes that had been damaged by major floods over a year ago. Her story is an inspiring example of how summer can be used in service to others. So Nicole, not a lot of people know you because (laughs) you are not always in church on Sunday, but they know and handle a lot of the things that you produce and they interface with you during the week and in other Mm -hmm. ways. And so can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be here at GPC and what it is that. The, the roles that you serve here at the church.
0: I grew up in the Presbyterian community at St. Mark Presbyterian Church in the Rockville, Bethesda area, and I came to be here through your lovely previous uh, office administrator, Emma Marshall. She was a friend of my sister's in college at Georgetown, and she connected me with GPC, and so I started here last August, and it's been great and lovely, and I've loved becoming a part of this community and getting to work with all the rest of the staff and the committee members and everyone on the session. It's been a real treat. I put together the bulletins, uh, work on the website, and do different administrative tasks on the office side of the church.
1: We discovered this summer just how many tasks you perform (laughs) and how many details there are that you just keep quietly running along under the surface when you were away this summer. And we're going to be talking about where you were, or I should say, I want to ask you about where you were and what you were Mm -hmm. doing. It was a reminder to us all. And I think in several staff meetings, we said, wow, Nicole does a lot (laughs) of stuff here, things that we didn't necessarily um, always remember. And so we had to reach out to you from time to time, and you would remind us patiently uh, where the information was stored. So anyway, that's just a, a statement of of appreciation for everything that you do here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You had an interesting project this summer. Can you mm-hmm. tell us about what you were doing, where you went, and how that went?
0: Yeah. So this summer, um, because of the kindness of the GPC community, um, I had the opportunity to work for the Appalachian Service Project, ASP. It's a nonprofit organization that provides free home repair for low-income families in the central Appalachian region. So this summer, there were 19 centers across West Virginia, Southwest Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee. I worked in various locations the past three summers, but this past summer, I worked in a town called Hazard, Kentucky. It's about an hour and a half from Lexington. And so I ran one of the 19 centers that ASP had set up this summer as the center director. We managed 11 different projects through the course of the summer, varying between roofing projects, drywall, underpinning. Last summer, at the end of last July, there was a really big flood that went through East Kentucky. It was pretty devastating for the region. And so being able to be back in that area this summer has been really a gift, and I've been really grateful to be able to serve that community again.
1: Here in Georgetown, of course, everything is very neat, and there's a pretty high level of of income and opportunity for many of the people in this region, but that's not the case down there. Can you talk about what, what you saw?
0: It's a different outlook on life and a different outlook on raising families and Interacting with the community. Some of our more traditional job sources are not available. There's just less opportunity in some of the regions due to a variety of factors in the region. Hazard was a little interesting, though, not to be like a tourism press person for the town of Hazard, but it's really growing and it's becoming a pretty vibrant town. A lot of young people have started to move there. More of the like rock climber, granola type folks who moved to that area for the natural beauty Mm. and the opportunities that come with that with hiking and kayaking and outdoor activities. And so all of these young people have started to rejuvenate that town specifically. There are a lot of cute businesses popping up, coffee shops. We went to a music festival um, that they hosted towards the end of the summer, so there's a bit more going on in that town, but definitely in its rural surroundings, it is difficult to see folks who are put in these circumstances that if they had been born in Georgetown or in a different area of the country, they would have those opportunities to go to school and have more options for employment. But there's no shortage of joy or resilience in these parts as well. It's just a different different way of living, different outlook on life.
1: There's the attitude or the viewpoint that if people would just pick themselves up by their bootstraps, mm-hmm. you know, they could change their station. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of an easy thing to say. But when you see some of those places, I mean, I had this experience when I was in Niger. Mm-hmm. There's no bootstraps. There's no boots, you know there it's it's not as easy as as that um and this idea of i think there's a a uniquely american i think it maybe it's uniquely American idea of the self made person hmm. you know that no matter what your circumstances are, you can go from nothing to billionaire in America, and that ignores certain underlying factors, certain foundations that and opportunities that that people have that they take for granted, you mm-hmm. know, a family that can support them if, if they lose their job or whatever it might be. And I imagine down there, as you're describing in these rural areas, there isn't the infrastructure, there aren't the opportunities that we really do take for granted. So that's amazing that you were down there doing that, doing that work. What did it feel like to see some of these places and to have a role in really helping those people?
0: It's a gift, and I enjoy it very much. It's a highlight of my year, highlight of my summer, to be able to to be a part of that. And one thing that I really like about ASP is it has such a connection with the community throughout the whole year, so that when you do come for the summer or when volunteers come, there's less of the... You know, we are here to help you. We traveled from D.C., Chicago, New York to come help the people of East Kentucky. Um, There's less of that mentality because ASP keeps those connections throughout the year and has a presence in East Kentucky and in the, the region in general. Being able to be there, one, because of those connections makes us feel like less of outsiders, We come in and if you're wearing a shirt that says ASP on it, you're welcomed into a business. You're given a free cone of ice cream or whatever. Makes us feel like less of outsiders for sure. And also we're able to build more meaningful connections with the families that we serve. Seeing them every day, like day after day throughout the whole summer, it becomes less of a server customer mentality and honestly more of a a friendship and more of a relationship with the homeowners. And it's crazy to say that one of my closest friends is a 40-year-old woman in East Kentucky, just because of how I was raised. And, you know, I've stayed in the D.C. area my whole life. And so being able to have those relationships that you otherwise wouldn't have had, I think is really amazing. One of the families that we served my first summer on staff in Greenbrier County, West Virginia, I go and spend Christmas with their family because we were able to grow such a intense bond and become such good friends that they do feel like just spending Christmas with your family in West Virginia that I only met three years ago by working on their, like, building them a new home. So, wow. that's pretty cool.
1: That's amazing. I mean, I, I can only imagine, you know, there's these um, these home improvement transformation shows that are really popular (laughs) right but how much more satisfying must it be to do to come in during a summer and oversee a project like this for people with real need yeah what kinds of changes did you see in in your project manage management role Mm -hmm. did you have that kind of transformation experience where you see at the beginning and then when you're leaving to come back here, Mm -hmm. you have the satisfaction of looking at the finished result.
0: Yeah, it is really cool. And honestly, it is kind of like those HGTV shows. Takes a little bit longer because we have volunteer labor. So projects run a little bit longer than perhaps they do on those shows. But it is very satisfying, especially because of the homes that we worked on that were flood affected from last summer. There was a lot of mold buildup Mm. throughout the past year because it's been so difficult to have work done, you know, just because of the sheer nature of the flood and how devastating it was. Not all the homes have been able to be addressed yet. Some of these families, a year out from the flood, that was the first time that their homes had been addressed by an organization. Being able to eradicate mold in a home is a huge game changer Mm. for health of not only the home, but the people who live inside of it. And being able to provide that service is really amazing. A lot of the projects that we worked on this summer were drywall and flooring, depending where the floodwaters got up to inside people's homes. The drywall was non-existent or molded or damaged in some way. And then a lot of the flooring was also damaged. And so, being able to re insulate the home with insulation that was not still wet and moist, and being able to install new flooring, new drywall. And then, my favorite part of drywall projects, which again, we had a lot of this summer, is when folks get to pick out the paint color for their home. You know, that's what makes a home a home is being able to add your own touches to it. My favorite section of the lows that we would always go to, Um, the hazard lows was the paint section and those little paint samples. Those are free, you know, you can just take them. (laughs) And so we would grab as many as we could. You bring them to the homeowner and they can pick one out or say, oh, I like this one, but a little bit lighter. And so that's kind of the best part is being, is the homeowners being able to, to choose what colors they, they want to brighten up their home with.
1: For sure, and then do you have a kind of reveal after you're finished? You know, and then they get to see what the work is like, or they're probably there all the time watching it happen, right, and helping perhaps even.
0: Yeah, they're there watching all the time. We had one home that we worked on that was kind of one of our, one of our bigger projects of the summer. We did a double room addition on a mobile home that had ten kids living in two bedrooms, and so building on those two extra bedrooms, um, just giving the home, more space for the family. And wh- the youngest kid, he was probably six, around that age, and we called him our site supervisor because he would he would help out. He would carry lumber as best as he could with some assistance, and he helped pick out paint colors for his brother's and his sister's rooms and all that fun stuff. He even helped paint a little bit. Yeah, Grayson, the, the site supervisor at that project. So they're pretty they they see it as it's going along
1: what role would you say that your faith plays in mm-hmm. the motivation to perform these kinds of activities
0: i think it plays a very a very large role asp itself is a faith-based ministry organization most of the groups that are coming in are with churches and that's how i got involved back in high school from st mark participating as volunteers. I think my faith plays a very large role in my desire and in many ways my my need to keep returning to this region summer after summer and forego trips to the beach and things like that. I always tell myself, vacations will always be there. The beach will always be there. But these families are waiting right now for, for folks to come. And that's what they need. And that is a skill that I have, and that is where I need to be to be able to provide that for them. Selfishly, I gain a lot of joy from performing these acts of service and being a part of that region and that community. And I have friends there, and it's a beautiful area of our country. I love the city, and I love D.C., but it is a little claustrophobic and so being able to to live in a different region of our country that again I probably never would have lived in East Kentucky before ASP and so being able to have that opportunity is is special.
1: Well we, we're very proud to say that we know you <laughs> and that, that you're doing this work taking your summer vacation in essence to, to go and do such amazing work. So thank you. That's, that's really beautiful. Well, thanks a lot for talking to me about this. Yeah, that's really of cool.
0: I love talking about it mostly because I love the like central Appalachian region so much. And I think a lot of folks in the country, you know, pass it off as, oh, that's so far away. That's not our problem when in reality, they're just as much a part of our country as we are. And so a lot of people don't get to hear the stories of the Appalachian community.